Hi, welcome to Via for Founders. I'm Gail Wilkinson, and today we're going to talk about co-founder dynamics. So we'll talk through how many co-founders should you have, or should you even have a co-founder, because you can found a company by yourself. Um, next, we'll talk about how to split equity if you have co-founders. And then finally, some other considerations that you should factor into your decision making today to make sure that those founder dynamics are set up really strong. In my opinion, two co-founders is really the ideal number for most startups. It's likely that one is a technical co-founder um, in a software business, and the other one is going to be a business co-founder. Oftentimes, the profile of this person will be a product marketer. And a product marketer is someone who really understands what the customer wants. So they're able to go out and talk to people and figure out what should we build and why and how will we eventually sell it and, and message that. And then the other person will actually build what the product or solution is. So having those two complementary skill sets is really what makes that an ideal two-person co-founding team. Under any circumstances, I would really suggest that you not have more than three co-founders. So four plus makes, um, makes for a very difficult scenario because the founders are diluted so much in terms of your equity and there's just a really high chance that somebody is going to leave the company, leaving you scrambling to figure out, to figure out how to move forward. It's really important in a two-person co-founding team that there is a primary founder. So even if they have slightly more than 50%, that's going to be helpful because you as a co-founding team know who really has that decision-making authority. If you really want to go 50-50, that's okay, but just in your, in your uh, formation documents, which we'll talk about in a little bit, make sure that you outline who will have that uh, final decision-making authority so that you don't end up in a gridlock. That will be important for your investors to see who is the primary founder at some point when you raise capital. So really any split that makes sense for you. But if you're a true founder, we always see 20% plus um, early employees tend to have less than 20% equity and they, and they should based on um, how those dynamics work. In any case, make sure that you do vesting over four years with a one year cliff for all founders, even the primary founder. The investors that you work with will expect to see this type of vesting structure. Finally, let's talk about some other considerations as you're identifying what the right founding team looks like. So remember that finding a business partner or a co-founder is just as hard as finding a life partner. So make sure that before you do anything formal that you work together for a number of months and you really feel like it's the right fit. Oftentimes co-founders do break up, so just make sure that to protect yourself and the business, you also wanna create um, some formation documents if you're an LLC, that includes an operating agreement, and each of the co-founders will also have what are called restricted unit agreements, and that just outlines what percentage ownership of the company that you have. If you're a C-Corp, then you'll have um, articles of incorporation and a restricted stock agreement for each of the founders. One other document you probably want to consider, especially if you have some intellectual property that you'd like to protect, is a confidentiality agreement that all of the co-founders will sign. I'm often asked how you find um, co-founders to work with. So some good places are uh, your school, if you're an undergrad or a business school program or some other program, trying to find like-minded folks with complementary skill sets in that environment is great. You can go to tech or startup events in your city to meet folks that are looking. Um, there are also some sites like Co-Founders Lab where you, you can use that matchmaking algorithm to identify folks that work for you. Right, in summary, as you're thinking through co-founder dynamics, um, I, I do, really, do really believe that two co-founders is best, one technical and one on the business side, ideally a product marketer. Make sure that you really like each other, that you can see working with this person for a long time, 
that you draft some legal documents to protect yourself and the business. And finally, make sure that each co-founder has a four-year vesting schedule. Thanks for joining us today. You can like and subscribe below. You can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple, and Google. Thanks for joining.